You are listening to Two Confidential Mess, the podcast with Julia and Patricia. In this podcast, we are going to talk in a non-structured way about the crazy or non-crazy experiences we have encountered growing up and adulting as an Asian Indonesian in America. All right, welcome back to our podcast, to the podcast, to this podcast. Yeah, yes. We are now graduating to episode three. What, what? I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but we're here. Hopefully it's a good thing. Hopefully <laughs> the listeners are happy with our conversations or episodes so far anyways. Yeah, we're still learning, you guys. It's definitely still a learning process um, because we know we talk a lot. We babble a lot. We rant and get into like a tangent. So we're, we're trying to improve, okay? Please be patient. <laughs> that's all we can. That's all we got. We can say yep. really. And and then we're recording in in our houses, social distancing style. Um, excuse my dogs in the background if you hear you know a bark here and there. They're being fed for dinner right now, so they're going a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs. For me, excuse everything because I live in Philly. Like it's 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 ghetto out there, you know. <laughs> so Julia's house, literally like three doors down from a fire department. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a lie. So you might hear the fire truck go by because they gotta put up some fire. Sometimes there's no fire, but they still gotta go. I'm also like a block. Is it a block? Maybe half a block away from a bus stop. Oh, probably like almost a block, huh? Probably. Almost a block. A block away from a bus stop. So like, and then my street is like a bigger street. So the bus goes by the street. So you might hear that from time to time too. Yeah, we're, trying, we're just trying to make, you know, episode for you guys. So please understand us. <laughs> we're trying. Yes. We don't have no studio. We don't got none of that. Yeah. We're, we're on a budget. Yeah. Patricia here's on a box. <laughs> we're very janky. You probably want to check out our Instagram to see our makeshift studio. Yes, yes, because it's quite a sight to see. But should we get the episode started? Yeah, we already spent like 10 minutes talking about stuff like that. Yeah, we're, we're not very good at keeping things on track here. So let's... Let's move on. So again, we're in our third episode and we're going to talk some more about ourselves because again, you know, we're very interesting people. Yes. Like we're just, (laughs) we're just very, very interesting. You know, you want to know everything about us. Believe me because we're that interesting, interesting, (laughs) y'all. I feel like our past, like our history or, you know, past life actually way more interesting than our current life. Because I think when you become an adult, it's like you do the same thing almost every day, you know. But when you're young and wild. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, comparing to right now, yeah, definitely. We can't do nothing. We can't go out. Like, I miss, actually, I miss sushi. Because technically, like, to go sushi it doesn't taste the same. And I miss, like, Korean barbecue. Oh. I miss just going out. Yeah. So let's just hope that this thing dies down. Everything goes back to normal. And we can just live our lives. Yes. And as before, we just want to put a little disclaimer real quick. We are very much social distancing. We are, what is it? 300, 3,000? 3,000? 3,000 miles away. I know the recommended 
distance is six feet but we want to take like a really like you know big measure when it comes to distancing social distancing so we decided to stay away three thousand miles <laughs> from each other to make sure there isn't any viruses germs particles all that yeah none of that will happen to, <laughs> to each other so yeah three thousand miles away so before anyone says anything and something about us being close by and doing this and so on and so forth we're not we're doing what we can mm -hmm. and i hope you guys all are doing what you can as well okay? yep so so in this episode then we're gonna talk about the past good old past yeah kind of like past growing up just like how how I don't have a lot of experience that I can remember, per se, growing up in Asia. Yeah, because you're still young. Yeah. Like, I remember things, things that I don't want to remember, <laughs> but I do remember some things, um, yeah. but not a lot. So, we're going to talk about, like, going to school, the home life, and how how it's kind of different, you know, from being in, being in Indo, in Asia. Yeah. Pretty much, like, our, our you know, adjusting time in our lives. Yeah. I guess. Okay, so let's go back. Um, when did you come to America? So I came to the States when I was 15, which, um, like, ninth grade, like, like going going on, like, ninth, gra uh, ninth grade. Ninth grade? Okay. Yeah. So, so it's comparing to mine, you were a little, definitely a little older. Yeah, because um, yours was fifth grade. Yes. And I was ninth grade. So you definitely experienced more of the Asian schooling the Indonesian schooling than I did. For sure, because I only spent like four years here in the States while I spent like more years in, you know, school in Indo. So obviously it's, 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 a little, it's very different. Um, honestly, like for me, the biggest, biggest issue, like from, you know, like the first time I stepped, you know, my I stepped, I came to the States. The first, first struggle and the biggest struggle I've experienced was the language for me language was also a barrier um but i don't know if you remember like in indo at least from my from what i can remember in indo we had english classes though yeah but it didn't help they didn't help they didn't help i hated english subject back in like indo when i was when i was um in school back in indo like every time there was a period for english i hated it like i hated my teacher i hated my teacher <laughs> he just overall he just wasn't good i remember like he actually fell asleep oh no in class like almost every single time oh no and it's like dude you know like what the hell i remember his name was mr gary was he and, Indo um, or was he american he's i think he's half but he's he's older though He's like in in his I think he was in his fifties or something like that. So he was he was a little older, but I think he's half. But I mean, obviously, he's been in, in he's been living in Indo for a while. And yeah, and he I mean he was he was an older teacher, so maybe that's why like he didn't keep the class interested in English. If that makes sense, it's just the style of his teaching just wasn't very good. <laughs> he was probably not interested in teaching either. <laughs> probably it was literally like he was sleeping half of the period it's crazy um so when i came here i learned nothing <laughs> so like i didn't even like speak any english whatsoever i mean i know hi thank you um what's your name type of thing but if they if they responded back 
I'd be like, I have no idea what you just said type of thing. So I always try to make my conversation short and sweet because I would not know how to respond to whatever that that person's about to say. For me, my teacher was, I think she was American. Oh, well, no, no, she wasn't American because the English that was taught was British English. Oh. Like UK, Hmm. England, whatever English. So, but she was definitely, from what I can remember, she was, um, she was foreign. She wasn't Indo. It's because the whole thing that I kind of got out of it, I just remember rubbish. (laughs) And Americans... (laughs) Don't say rubbish. They say garbage, <laughs> trash. They don't say rubbish. Yeah. And I remember the spelling with you with O U and stuff. Yes. When I have to type, when yeah. I have to write out color, for some reason I gravitate into writing O U instead of color, like C O L O R, like you know. Yeah. And then and like instead of saying donut, I spell it out in the wrong a long way, dough and then nut, <laughs> like like an old fashioned like donut. Like, dough nuts. Yes. Yeah. I think that's the only reason why I think I remember her not being American. is because the thing that I gravitate to when I end up mm. speaking and writing in English was a more of a UK style. But I know that that was a, English was a challenge for me. Because mm-hmm. when I came here, every time somebody talked to me, what's your name? I say, no. Where are you from? No. All I got was no. <laughs> All I answered for everything and every question was no. <laughs> so I, I'm like, I know I wasn't good. Because if the only thing I can say is no, I can't be good. <laughs> it's no. But I think because I came here so young, I learned it a lot faster. Yeah. Like my brain, like within like less than a week, I was able to have a conversation. And I think it's also because you, you were in Jersey. So there wasn't many Indo people while me, you know, like I came straight to Philly. True. Uh, sucked in into like a very big, strong Indo community where all of the young kids and stuff, when we see each other, we talked in Indo. That's true. So the time for me to learn English was just when I was in school. So I, I kind of have to, I had to find a way to like learn English like a little faster so what I use is just I watch a lot of TV because you don't really talk like you don't really like speak proper English on on daily you know on daily basis so like watching TV and stuff it kind of helped me anyways like speak like normal people because they use like everyday language use everyday words and all that so that helped a lot and then it's funny because the more I know English all the songs, because I'm like, I'm very big when it comes to like songs and music and all that kind of stuff. So even from back home, back in Indo, I listened to a lot of like English music, but I had no idea what it was about. You know, I don't even, I don't think. So you just repeat words. Yeah, I probably just like, I repeated words as, you know, I don't even, I don't, I'm pretty sure I didn't say this the correct words in like the lyrics, but just because it sounded like that. So it's fine with me, you know. So the more I understood English, I was like, dang. So half of the song that I, you know, that I sang before was about this, you know. Like, bef- I remember it was like the, you know, um, what is that song? Like, I'm a, bar- I'm a Barbie girl. Oh my God. It was cute. 
because it was so cute, right? Like, you know, the video, the video clip is cute and all this. I was like, oh my God, it's all about Barbie, but it's actually bad. When you finally understand it, it's the horrible. <laughs> so like things like that. It's like, oh my God, this is like, this is what it meant. The song that I was, you know, I've been singing out loud. <laughs> dirty. All the dirty. <laughs> So like the way that you learn English and mine is definitely different. I was in Jersey. So there were Indo people, but there weren't like, like here. It's the whole, it's I guess it's the part of, it's also the part of Jersey that I was in. The part of Jersey that I was in, there wasn't Indonesian, a lot of Indonesian people. There is a whole other part of Jersey that has a whole bunch of Indonesian people, but I wasn't there. Yeah. I think if it's like closer to philly i don't know it's right because i mean because you're closer to new york the town i don't know if this is how it really calls but like the people call it afinal afinal i don't even know if that's really the town or not but like or, or if it's like an actual name of a town or if it's just what people indonesian people call where the indonesian people are <laughs> like i don't know but they call it that and around that area mm-hmm. that whole apartment complex because in jersey it's either you're in an individual home or you're in like an apartment complex um so that particular apartment complex mm-hmm. more than half of them were indonesian but it's not close to where I was. So from where I was, there was no Indonesian people. Except for the people that I lived with. But even that, there were, there were like adults and stuff. There were grown, like grown-ups. Grown because they were here for work and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't... There's no kids. There's no people or anything like that that I can really compensate with. And have day-to-day conversation with. Mm-hmm. So the only people I can actually have conversation with it would probably be kids at school yeah and the only way to communicate with kids at school is i have to speak english mm-hmm. because there's no indonesian kids i think i didn't encounter an indonesian student until i was in high school i think that was my first encounter with um with somebody else that's indonesian that's in school mm-hmm. like before that from elementary to my high school there was not None that I know of, at least. So, like, you learn it a lot faster because otherwise I can't communicate. I can't talk to nobody. Because you to. have to, yeah. I'm like, how am I going to do homework? How am I going to follow my schoolwork? How, like, we just, I just have yeah. to. And, like, I literally, I think it wasn't perfect. My grammar or my spelling was not perfect, and it's still not perfect till today. But I definitely was able to speak it in less than a week, maybe like a few days. I think it's um, a combination of being younger as well as because I have to. Yeah. Survival kind of kicks in and you're like, I got to do it. Yeah. Because if I don't, I can't do anything. Yeah. I mean, definitely language was the biggest, I think, struggle as like as like a first timer here in the States. Because if you can't talk, there's not much that you can do. Yeah. And especially like if you have parents, like, you know, obviously when I came here, my parents are here. Um, so obviously they don't understand, they don't speak a lot of English. So it's kind of like you feel obligated to understand more and to learn fast so that you can help them out, you know, to translate to doctors or, you know, buy stuff and things like that. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like survival for yourself and also for like your family's sake, I guess. (laughs) I didn't have to do a lot of that for my parent, my dad, because he was here before I was. So, like, he has a very broken English, but he's able to communicate 
well enough and understand well enough. And he's the type of person that does research. So if he doesn't understand it, he will open like a... and try to understand it like that kind of thing so like he's more independent i think independent yeah yeah that's a good word like he he, so to kind of survive on his own as well without needing me to continue on with the differences between here and in indo um in jersey i didn't have to wear a uniform okay and in indo in asia you have to when i was yeah, yeah when i was in indo when i was in thailand like in either or there was a uniform I think that yeah. was like a big difference for me. When I came here, I was like, oh, I don't have to wear uniforms. Like, there yeah. is no such thing. I can wear whatever I want, whatever mm-hmm. I please. I can dress like a hobo and go to school. <laughs> They'll be all right. <laughs> In Philly, a lot of schools, like, yeah, you do have uniform, but it's like, just wear blue or white polo shirt and like brown pants. You know, so it's something you don't have to buy like exactly the same like other people. While back in Indo, it's like exactly yes. the same like other yes, kids. Yes. And even then, they have like multiple uniforms for different days. Yes, yes. I remember that. So it's like there's batik. There's the, yeah. the batik day. Yeah, yeah. There is batik. So you wear batik like Wednesday and Friday. Yeah, and then yeah. Monday and Thursday, you wear like white and white or something. I think mine was white and red. Yeah. If it's like um, elementary school, it's red, white and red. And then if you go to um, move on to middle school, it's white and blue. Mm. And then if you move on to high school, it's white and gray. Uh, that's why I only remember white and red because that's, that's as far as I got. <laughs> yeah. white and and red. then remember like every Monday... You have like upachara? Yes. Do you do that? Yes. Uh, I actually, yeah. I was actually one of the kid that pulled the flag. Oh no, I never actually involved in any <laughs> of that stuff. So. I, was, I was, for my short time growing up in Indo, in uh, in the elementary school, I pulled the flag. <laughs> yeah, what is it? What is it here? Is it like a ceremony type of thing? Like... I don't know. I don't have that. I never had that in here. Yeah, and you have to wear complete uniform you have to wear the hat mm-hmm. you have to wear the tie, the tie yeah. I think it's, yeah. and belt if you don't wear those they're gonna punish you you have you, you're gonna you have to do something as a punishment it's extreme <laughs> it's a lot yeah. more strict Very it's strict. so strict and then because i remember like even like like your 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 nail you can't have long nails you can't color your nail i just remember kind of like that part of it i think like there's a lot of restriction of to like your hygiene restriction i guess i don't know if that's the right word for it but i just remember like you yeah like long nails no extra piercings you know if you're a girl you only have you only allowed to have like normal like two piercings no tattoos none of that when i came here it was just like rejuvenating like it's like i'm, I'm free. free i can wear whatever <laughs> i want i can have whatever i want i can do whatever i want i can look the way whatever i want it's like yeah i can paint my nails <laughs> and all that. yeah like for me is the fact that i can be a hobo every day like you know <laughs> just wearing sweats yeah i literally was in sweatpants every day i think it was very it's it was different it was really nice and i think the other part that shocked me was that i don't know if this was the case for you but i think i remember having to go to school on a saturday in indo yeah right okay i'm like i'm not making this up i'm like i could have swore i went to school Mm -hmm. on a saturday but when coming here there's no school on saturday if you're on school on saturday you're getting punished that's like detention we used to we used to have school every saturdays and then um a few years before i 
left, they changed the rules nationwide. So the school's only Monday to Friday, oh. no Saturdays, except for like extra stuff. You know, if you take, um, like if you take Chinese, if you take like other different languages. Oh God, my dog. Um, if you take any other extra languages, um, classes or other stuff, yeah, that falls on a Saturday. But I think now completely no Saturday schools. Oh, wow. It has come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> then, because I definitely remember this. I'm like, did I make it up? Or is like, is that in my own head? But I could have swore I went to school on Saturday. <laughs> also, my school, we had for grade, like third grade and sixth grade, they have um, evening classes. So they have like evening school. Evening? Yeah. Well, not evening, but like uh, midday type of thing. So I think the reason why they do that, because they didn't have enough rooms for all the kids. So the second batch, the second group of kids, actually, (laughs) the second group, see, I've been baking too much. The second group of kids, they came in at like 2.30 or something like that, all the way until like 6.30 or something. So... We kind of like rotate, they kind of like reuse the rooms because they didn't have enough rooms. But I don't know if that's actually something that that was common back in, you know, back in Indo. But my school did that. I don't remember doing that. So maybe, maybe that was your school. I don't remember. Maybe it's just my school thing. Yeah. But even then it's like, even then it means that it's legal for them to do that. While here it's like, what? Kids just got off work at like 6.30 at night? No way, you know? But obviously, it's 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 allowed back home. I think here, if you're in clubs, it's possible for you to stay that long. Yeah, they have like after school. Yeah, yeah. like clubs and like extracurricular. But like that's something that you chose to do. That you choose. Like it's not like yeah. a forced kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you wanted to do that. That's why you're something here. that your parents actually know and yeah all that. In Indo, is there clubs? Now that we're t- like, I'm thinking about that. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. But I, my, I know my school have like pramuka. I don't know if you know what pramuka is. Pramuka is like a scout, like you know, cup scout or whatever, like um, girl scout or stuff. You know, like stuff like that. Like they go outside to the wild and then learn how to, make, you know, like braid like ropes and stuff and. They have that here too. I guess that's yeah, Girl Scout, Boy Scout, Boy Scout, Girl Scout, Boy Boy Scout? Scout? Eagle Scout, Cup Scout, Eagle Scout, something like that. Some kind of scout. <laughs> they have that here, like for the little. But it's not come from school, isn't it? It's like something outside of school. Yeah, it's outside of school. Yeah. Here they have like I don't know about Philly, but Jersey we had a lot of like after school clubs from drama club. Key club. I mean, high school in Philly was also like that. They have a lot of different clubs, but I. I never was involved in things like that because I want to just like, I want to go to school, get things done and over with and come home. That's what I've never actually involved myself in like teams and clubs and stuff like that, uh, which is weird. I didn't, even, I didn't even go to prom because I, it wasn't my thing. I'm a very like homebody, I guess. And I was like very close, like I don't like to expose myself to people, especially like school friends. So I, all of my friends were friends from church. So a lot of my friends were actually like Indo friends in, you know, who lives here in the States at the time. I didn't really have a lot of like American friends, if that makes sense. 
I guess it kind of makes sense just because I think in a part of it, it might be, I'm not sure, um, for you, um, this is what my thinking is. It's probably also comfort. Yeah. It's probably, probably what it is. Yeah. It's Indonesian, you know, like it's a group that you're known versus like if you were to hang out with people from school, they might not necessarily be Indo and it's like something completely different and new, you know, Mm -hmm. for me, I had no choice. There's no such thing as Indo friends. Like it's just friends. So it's like, um, um, I definitely, I, I hung out with friends. I made friends. I did, I did all of the generic after school, uh, student council, art society. Mm -hmm. Um, I did all of that. (laughs) I was like, I was that person, um, Mm -hmm. especially during high school, middle school, not so much, but definitely high school. Because I think this is like before, like, it's going to be, there's probably going to be another topic in here that we're going to talk about in the future. But Mm -hmm. It's like before I understood what my reality was going to be like. At that time, you know, I was young. I was, I didn't know a lot of things. So mm-hmm. being in high school with people who are Americans or Asian Americans and like you have a different privileges, I guess, you know, I don't know if that's the right way to put it. But as a student, as a child in America, the order is you go to, you go to, you do your schooling, yeah. you do your elementary school, middle school, high school, and then in your high school, you do all of this volunteering, extracurricular, things that makes your stat looks good. So when you apply to college, you get to the college that you want. So because I grew up in that type of community, that's the type of where that's what people mm-hmm. do. That's what I was exposed to. So in high school, I did all of that. You know, like I went to, I did clubs, I did extracurricular, I volunteered, I did all of that because in my head, the norm is that after high school, I have to go to college Mm -hmm. and to go to college, you have to have this certain spec, I guess, um, you know, that colleges look for, you know, not just your grade, but also is your SAT good? And then do you do extracurricular activities? Because that's what's going to set you apart from somebody who has the same level of grade as you. Is, do you have anything extra? Do you volunteer? Do you do this? Yeah. And stuff like that. So, like, through high school, I was building that spec for the, you know, what I needed to have on paper. Thinking that I'm going to be the typical and the norm of whatever it is yeah. that I thought was typical and normal. And I was going to go to, I was going to go straight to, high, um, go straight to mm-hmm. college right after high school. That didn't happen. but why that didn't happen that's for a whole other (laughs) episode beyond from now i guess that's where we're a little different um i did all of that i did what i thought i was supposed to yeah i just stay home i just came home and then chill watch more tv and the next day did the same thing you know like went to school then came home you know like i kept it as you know, short as possible. <laughs> I should have done that because I wasted my time. <laughs> why did I spend all my energy onto that? I don't know. <laughs> the reason why was being because the surrounding that you're in. Yeah. You know, like your surrounding, your friends, the people that you hung out with kind of influence you to do pretty much believe that that's what you have to do because that's what they had to do. Yeah. You know, while the community that I was in you know, they're like, oh, I don't need to go to like fancy college. I'll just, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to go to CCP. 
you know, and it's CCP is um, co- what is it? Community, community college. college of yeah. Philadelphia. <laughs> just go to like community college, and you know, it's it's fine because I feel like in Philly, all the kids, at least back then when I was, um, you know, when I was in school and stuff like that, we were kind of being, I don't know, like overshadowed by because we feel like we were nothing, you know, like we we felt we well at least at that time I felt like. You know, I didn't have to aim for the star, you know, because I, I don't think I'm going to get there. There are other people out there who's more qualified, you know, in terms of like paper wise and all that paper as in like legal status and all that stuff. Yes. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, we should, we should, if we're going to say paper again, we should explain what that paper is because we talked about paper a lot in episode yeah. one of the podcast and we never actually explained what paper yeah. is. When we talk about paper, it means like um legal document like you know the yeah mm, your status here in the states yeah whether it's permanent residence citizenships it's what allows you to be able to to be yeah to stay here work school and all that stuff when you were saying that um how like you're being overshadowed i remember a story of our mutual friend um she was actually supposed to be the valedictorian is that what it's called i can't remember Mm -hmm. right yeah valedictorian of her her class that year of her graduating class Mm -hmm. but because due to the circumstances that she was in she was not of um a legal status she did she didn't have residency in america to be able to go to school of like a higher like um she didn't have the legal status nor does she have did she have the the financial means so she was gonna go to ccp she had the grade however due to all that that like you know her for our fortunate circumstances she couldn't go to a better school although she would have if she applied she would have gotten in Mm -hmm. so she ended up choosing ccp but as they were graduating when the school mm-hmm. knew that she was just choosing to go to CCP, mm-hmm. they asked her to um, give up her valedictorian mm-hmm. title to another student who was going into like Drexel or something like that. Damn. I was like, wow, you're stripping somebody away of their achievements. You know, like, so like when you said like, you're kind of, sometimes you're being overshadowed. Like it's... yeah. Yeah, I think, like, I think it's, like, most of, like, the biggest thing is because, like I said, not at the time, not everyone was legal here in the States, mm-hmm. you know? So for for people who were illegal at the time, we felt like, oh, you know, what for? You know, we... That's probably that's that's I'm pretty sure that's probably what I thought. That's what I didn't involve in anything was because I didn't have anything back then. You know, I remember uh, one of the classes was a class that was outside of school, so the class was at CCP, a community college in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. But you because it because it's a college, so you have to fill up an application, and you have to put in your social. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. I remember I was being called and it's like, why you, you know, why you didn't fill up your social part? It was like, because I don't have one. And I remember the teacher was looking at me like weird. Because for some people, they don't understand that. You know, they all assume that, okay, kids here in my school, they all have socials. Because they don't understand the whole like immigration transition and 
adjustment of status and all that kind of stuff, which I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about in a future yeah. episode. That's a big part of us, of our growing up story, I guess, you know, as um, being Indonesian, being Indonesian, being Asian. Yeah. Being immigrants. Being immigrants. <laughs> yeah. So that's a big yeah. part of our story. So we're definitely, that's definitely something that we're going to talk about in the future. Without that story, I don't think we would be who we are today, right? So Yeah. Yeah. Also, the difference is that you're more aware of that situation of what you lack. So, yeah. therefore, you you think about it more. Like, why do I, like, again, like, you know, why, why do I have to do that? If it's not something that I have, that kind of thing. You know, why do I have to work so mm-hmm. hard if it's not something that's going to be feasible for me in the future? But I think I was oblivious and blind to that situation and that circumstances. I think that's where the difference was, too. That's why I went and did whatever was what i thought was normal because this my my friends were doing it so mm. i did it too the school was reinforcing that aspect of it you know so i did it too because i wasn't i didn't know the back end of it i guess yeah it's it's just you know it's it's, it's a different thing it's something that we have all we all have to like adjust it ourselves while moving to another country moving to another state it's like it's already hard like moving to another city is hard moving to another state is even harder but moving to another country is a whole lot of it's a different thing (laughs) you know so it's like it's it's a lot of adjustments that we have to do um to be where we are today you know like like i think we touch base on language school and then culture yeah. It's completely different, you know, culture than what we used to. Yeah. Definitely my experience and yours yours is probably a bit more extreme as we keep on going back and forth and seeing us um a lot of things kinda depends on when did you come here? When did you get here? How early, how young, mm-hmm. how old were you when you get to America or whatever country that you end up, you know, that foreign country. Yeah. It's it's gonna influence mm-hmm. on how you're gonna live your life and how how exposed you are and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm fortunate enough to come here young enough to obs- uh, to absorb the culture faster. Yeah. And fortunately, I came to a state where there is not a lot of my own people, mm-hmm. of not a lot of Indonesian people. So I was able to absorb the language, absorb the culture, absorb the way of life faster. And... Um, mm-hmm. Another aspect was that also I was fortunate enough to not know the end of it, you know, decide the yeah. the side of that whole paper until I yeah. was older. Yeah, you weren't you weren't limited by yes not having because you don't because you didn't know yes you know you were just thinking you're just you were just the same like everybody else yeah because I didn't have to worry about that because I wasn't feared by that yeah I was able to live my life. A little freer. Yeah. You weren't limited by it. Which is a good thing. You know, I feel like, you know, you should be glad you did what you did, I think. I guess in a way, it's like, the positive is that I got to experience what growing, like, kind of like, in a way, a true growing up in America. What was that? Yeah. It's so funny how, like, other people can actually see the differences that we have. You know, like how we have a lot of friends who's younger than we are, who would call me... Like, Julia and I, we're about the same age. We're probably, like, what? She's You're, like, what, six months older or something like that? <laughs> yeah. But people would call me Big Sister or Chichi in yeah. Indo. 
as a sign of respect and they would call Julia just by her name. Yeah. But we're the same age. Like we should be treated the same way, but I think because I'm more yeah, Indo. Yeah. <laughs> And they've known you a lot longer as an Indo, you know, like, you know, they, they've, like, I came into this Indo community a lot later than you did. A lot later, you know, so. Yeah. I, they probably, the way that they see me was that, like, I was just, I don't know, another person, a new person. And I, unfortunately, I, I don't know, fortunately or unfortunately, I'm not. I don't act Indo most of the time. Like, you know, like when I first came here, I definitely did not act Indo. Yeah. I became more Indo as time goes on because of my friends. Because, because of the, your surrounding. My surrounding, yes. <laughs> so I became more Indo in a way. Even the way you speak Indo now is way better than the first time you came to Philly. I didn't speak Indo when I first time. No one could understand me when I speak Indo when I first came to Philly. Yeah. You know, your surrounding, the people you hang out with and stuff like that really play like a big part of, you know, of like molding who you are. Really. You're right. Definitely, that's definitely true. Um, and like there's some part that, you know, I definitely feel kind of thankful for not growing up in a very Indo community. There's nothing wrong with, with the Indo community, mm-hmm. but if I was to first arrive in Philadelphia, I wouldn't have experienced what I've experienced, you know? Yeah. It's now like you can talk about it and you can see the difference and you can kind of maybe choose what you like in a way. <laughs> I mean, now that we're adults, we kind of know what we want, I guess, in life. And, you know, we take the good we throw away the bad, you know, to help ourselves in the future type of thing. So, I mean, that's the thing about, like, the past. It's like, oh, you know, you just look back at it and be like, oh, you know, I'm just glad I did what I did, you know. Um, did I regret, like, belittled myself when I was, you know, when I was young? Um, probably not. I mean, I'm the type of person who's like, whatever happened, happened type of thing. Like, I had no regrets. Um, it would have been better, you know, if the whole like status, you know, legal status situation didn't affect me that badly, but apparently you did. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have no regrets. I'm just hoping for the future generations, young and kids nowadays, you know, you have a bright future. Don't think about your status, you know, just do what you got to do, you know, just live. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just do what you want to do well i can't really say that can i but like you know just live you know like don't limit yourself because something that you don't have you can still do it you know like at the end of the day you can technically still do it yeah don't let that aspect of status kind of tell you what you can and cannot do i guess like that that cheesy quote i guess there's a will there's a way (laughs) yeah it's just you know just do you live go you know go large go large <laughs> <laughs> like go big or go home <laughs> um but it's like you know just don't limit yourself you know just don't limit yourself you know just be careful about your i think your surroundings too i think from all this conversation we can you know we can assure you that don't let your surrounding like affect your mm-hmm. life true that's not the if you didn't take anything out of it just take that it's like your community shouldn't build you yeah you should build your community yeah like you know so dang this episode is very deep 
This one is a bit intense. It's very heavy. But I mean, that's just life, right? Like, you know, not everything is just rainbow and sprinkles and cupcakes and all the goods. There's always some bad. But as long as we learn from it and, you know, we know what to do next, should be all right. I don't know, but should be all right. I think we're already all right. We're not doing bad. We've come a long way from yeah. all of that, all of the obstacles, all yep. of the differences for me i spoke only no now i can curse and everything <laughs> but still no <laughs> no but still no at the end of the day her answer will be no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so i hope you guys enjoy this episode a little different um than the previous not ones much not much yeah we didn't laugh that much the crazy it's crazy I feel like I just want to grab like ice cream and stuff and just cry myself to sleep now. I'm just <laughs> Let's not. Let's not do that. We just we just hope like by by sharing, you know, this stories, we can, you know, build you up and maybe you've been, you know, you've been feeling sad and down and all that stuff. I mean, just know you'll be all right in the end. So, just keep on going. Yeah. And we kind of like Because I think this is also, especially when in terms of like um, legal status, it's not something that a lot of people talk about mm-hmm. and share about. So like, yeah, people wanna... just not familiar with, yeah, you know, the whole process too. So sometimes it's not just not familiar. They don't want to talk about it because they're afraid to talk about it. I think that you know there's that mm-hmm. aspect of it too. Yeah. So we kind of want to bring it out to light. Yeah. If you are in the same predicament or ever is in the same predicament, like it's all right. Yeah. It's normal. It's actually very very yep. normal. That's why like we're kind of sharing this whole part of it, you know. I think um yeah. We're going to end this here before we get even more deep because I can't handle any more deep right now. <laughs> <laughs> we promise the future future episode will be more fun and light and fun and like <laughs> as always follow us on social media um, everything is pretty much if we have it it's too confidential mess if we don't have it then we don't have it um but if we have it it's that um also check out our website yeah subscribe to our channel so you can get an update when we release a new episode typically it's gonna be every wednesday i can't guarantee the time but probably Wednesday. So just be safe. Check it on Thursday. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Let's check it on Thursday because it's going to be uploaded on Wednesday. I just can't yeah. guarantee what time. It'll be up for sure on Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> so you might want to check it every Thursday. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> so if you have any comments, um, questions, ideas, Concerns. and all of that, Let us know. Maybe we can talk some more about certain topics that you want to know about. We'll be happy to do that. But until next time, until next week. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.